Welcome to Film School Friday. I'm Corey. I'm Bill. And together, we're hosting this In Focus podcast. It's coming right to your eardrum. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. And this podcast is our Film School Friday special weekly episode. Sure is. Where we try to pass along some knowledge, some expertise, maybe a little wisdom. Maybe a little love. Maybe maybe you learn from our mistakes. Who knows? Yeah. Bill, uh, this week, I would like to talk about music videos and specifically what it takes to produce a music video. Like I've, I know we've both been a part of several music videos in the past. I have one upcoming uh, that I'll be working on, like a week, weekend-long shoot. Um, would love to get your perspective on everything that goes into from pre-production to the day of and maybe even after the fact to really like bring the project home. Yeah. So a lot of people in Nashville, which is where me and Corey are, uh, get the opportunity to work on music videos because this is Music City after all. So there is a ton of music video work going on here. And uh, like Corey said, he and I both have worked on a number of music videos. Um, you, it's easy to get burnt out on them after a while because there are so many, but they're fun. They're, oh, yeah. They're honestly fun. And to, to start with the process, that could be, you, you know, you can work with indie artists. You can work with label artists. Label, label artists, a lot of times, will go through an agency, much like uh, you've heard us speak about commercials, depending on the size of the company, that will go through an agency to get the video produced. But sometimes they go through uh, freelancers and folks that they know in town. In Nashville, a lot of times, the circle's small enough that an artist might know you and might give you a ring, uh, which has been the case for me a number of times. Um, and I, I think you as well, Corey, just like, Networking yep, has, oh, for has sure. made it happen. And so if you're, what I like to do as a director when it comes to making a music video is first and foremost, I like to, you know, I'll listen to the song. The artist will present the song to you, the label, whoever it might be, just to check it out. And what I'll do is I'll listen to the song. I'll think about what I envision for that song personally. What do I see? I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole with, with this, but I, I have a brain thing uh, that's known as uh, chromesthesia, which is where you uh, see colors when you listen to music. What? Shapes. That's, that's something that I possess, which I thought was normal until recently. So uh, <laughs> when I listen to music, I have a much different experience full of color <laughs> and light yeah. and shapes and, and those things. So um, uh, it's really easy for me to kind of really start thinking of some visuals um, sometimes that have nothing to do with the lyrical content. And so you do that. I like to meet with the artist shortly after that and get their take on their song. It's their, their baby. It's their creation. What do they see? What's their vision? And, you know, a lot of times that's a one-on-one -on -one conversation. Uh, at least I, I prefer it to be, but between you and the person who created the song and, uh, I share with them what I see for the song. They share with them what they see for the song. And then you just go back and forth. And I, I've had a lot of um, really great experiences where, with artists where they've um, either embraced the idea that I had or we kind of come to a, a middle point where it's, it's, it's what they're looking for, but it's also what I'm thinking about. And then from there, you hash out a, a treatment. And if you're working with a record label, that is a 
very key component of your uh, being hired is presenting that treatment. Then, of course, you have to get notes from the label because they're the ones writing the check. That's the budget. Uh, working with an indie artist, a lot of times they don't have a lot of money. And so you got to tread lightly when it comes to your concept, when it comes to your treatment. All of those things are, are going to change the budget situation. Yeah. And then I, I would imagine that another big difference between working directly with a label and an artist and just an independent artist who's likely funding the project all on their own is the level or the amount of creative freedom you may have as a director or a DP where really at the end of the day, there's really just two people kind of making those decisions versus with a, a label driven project. There's probably a handful of people from a creative standpoint that yeah. want to have input and ultimately like decision making, depending on your level of experience and the clout that you have as a mm -hmm. director. There are certainly plenty of music video directors in the world, like Director X and others, who like, this is their vision. We're going to shoot yeah. it, whatever I want. And if you don't like it, go hire somebody else. Yeah, There's a, there's <laughs> a lot of auteur uh, music video directors out there. And you can be that on the indie level, like you said. There's a whole lot more freedom you have to be creative. I've taken advantage of that quite a bit, uh, kind of early on in my career. You know, working with indie artists, you know, they're leaning on me to come to come up with something, quote unquote, brilliant for them. And then I would have that creative freedom to go and, and do that and kind of flex that a little bit. But in the last couple of years, there was an, an artist with Sony who was asking for a treatment. That experience was a fascinating one, quite honestly, to actually work with an artist where there was a lot of money behind them. You know, I, I was working with Zach Adams on this treatment as well, and we we were kind of throwing out these wild ideas. Zach was like, "I know they have the money, so let's just th let's just put these in the treatment and see what happens." <laughs> and sure enough, we did. We were changing locations. We were shooting in New York, but also in L.A. And we had we were going to build a, a a fully three sixty degree performance space that had like stars blasting through these. Uh, this like black mat, like we had all kinds what? of stuff. Going. Yeah, we had some crazy <laughs> stuff going on. And we were going to shoot a narrative at the same time about like in New York City nightlife kind of thing. And um, we presented this treatment and Sony was like, this is great. Absolutely. How much money do you need? And we were like, are you kidding me? This is great. <laughs> so you don't always get that. You, you The label might give you quite a bit of pushback too. Um, it's the whole too many cooks in the kitchen situation. And again, going back to the commercial conversation, you don't want to bite the hand that feed that's feeding you. Please <laughs> don't get too stuck up and egocentric with your vision that you step all over the, the paycheck because you might get fired. But anyway, once you hash that out, <laughs> I've never been fired, by the way. I know people who have, though. Yeah, I wasn't sure if that was speaking from experience. No, 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 or... no, no, not at all. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm chill. I, I understand. And I've been poor, so I need that check <laughs> in my experience. So once you get the treatment approved, uh, you, you start going to work. You get everything together just like you would be shooting a narrative film. Um, you get your crew assembled. You shoot dates, location scouting all the fun things that go into pre-production that we've spoken about on the show before. And music video shoots, depending on how big they are, sometimes they're one day, sometimes they're two days. 
sometimes they're four days. So it, it just all depends on what's going on with that video. Yeah. Maybe it's a one take and it's four hours. This is very true. Maybe Absolutely. You, just, you nail it on the setup and, mm-hmm. and that's a wrap. Yeah. Because you got to think, you're not you're not shooting a film. You're shooting a three to four minute song. So the narrative is a lot more compressed. Um, and it's not going to take, you know, a month or more to shoot this thing. It shouldn't at least. I don't know. Unless you're Mark Romanic or something. <laughs> shooting the most expensive music video ever made. On set, once you're there shooting this music video, the thing that really differentiates a music video shoot from... Uh, a commercial or a film for that matter is the playback. And that is literally playing the song back so that the artist can lip sync um, so that the, if there's, there's folks playing instruments so that they can time and sync to the song that's playing. And then that can all be lined up in post later. That, that is an enormous part of it. If it, if it's a video that doesn't have any performance in it, obviously then you don't do that. But more often than not, even if there is a narrative component in a music video, there's also going to be a performance component. And that's a big driver a lot of times for both the artist and the label, if there is one. They want to showcase their artist doing their thing, singing, playing guitar, whatever it is. And so you'll do playback. You'll, you'll, play, you'll hear this song repeated over and over and over again for 12, 16-hour days. If you're shooting multiple days, you're going to become very well acquainted with that song. <laughs> and then, moreover, if you're editing this video as well, you will become very acquainted with that song <laughs> and maybe never want to hear it again. But it, it's good. It's, it's good because then it, it helps you get into the, get a familiarity for the song so that you know everything that's being informed. Like when it comes to editing a music video, you know all the beats, you know all the tempo changes, like everything becomes... Second nature, because you're so familiar with this song. Yeah, and playback is super important for a couple of reasons. Obviously, all those that you mentioned, uh, to be able to align performance takes in the edit. I think the other thing you'd want to be really cognizant of is if there are band members that will be playing, uh, drummers especially. <laughs> I was about to get yeah, don't, <laughs> I think I know where you're going. Yeah, don't, don't show up and prepare for playback with like your little bluetooth pocket speaker or to play back from your phone that might work if it's like just the artist at a piano or like an acoustic set Mm -hmm. and it's just them and the guitar but the minute you start adding in drums you need to have like a legitimate pa system right not necessarily for you but for the drummer so that he he or she can actually play in time with the song. Cause I, I've seen on multiple occasions where playback is just not loud enough. Mm-hmm. And every 10 or 15 minutes, the drummer is, is like begging and pleading. Like, can you get the speaker closer to me? Can you turn the volume up? Can, like, can I at least feel the bass line? Like just, it, it can be a train wreck if it's not loud enough. So definitely something to keep in mind. And that's a good point you make too because most of the folks playing instruments in a music video are faking it they're they're doing air guitar the drummer is not you cannot fake hitting the drums no <laughs> they are the one person in a music video who is actually going to be banging on their instrument yeah because you can tell if they are faking it i would not want to see somebody faking <laughs> yeah. playing drums it's in terrible. a video it would look bad 
Yeah, you want a loud PA situation so the drummer can hear that because the drummer is going to be physically playing on set. And also wear earplugs. It's an important thing that we learned on one of your shoots <laughs> when we shot a drummer inside of a narrow prison corridor. Yeah. Lots of concrete and echoes. What, what did we make your earplugs out of? I believe we cut some pieces out of a Pelican case and <laughs> electric taped them into my ears. And taped them to your ears? Yeah. So hey, something's better than nothing, Bill. Right, exactly. Be so. prepared. Also, <laughs> if you're shooting outside, especially in a city, one of my early music videos was a video that we shot on the rooftop of a parking garage in downtown Nashville on a Saturday morning, uh, right next to the Sheridan Hotel. And back to what <laughs> I was saying about the drumming, uh, we had the drummer going full crazy on his drums for every time we rolled through the song, because you're doing this multiple times, this playback, these wide shots, close-ups. Oh, yeah, multiple take situation. Multiple takes. Almost every time. Yeah, and so he was banging the hell out of these drums through this five-minute song repeatedly throughout the day. So we definitely uh, had a few <laughs> visiting uh, guests at the Sheridan Hotel who were watching us from the window, like, uh, excuse me, it's 9 in the morning on a Saturday. What the hell is going on? <laughs> And hey. my whole thing was like, hey, welcome to Music City, right? Like, this is this is Nashville. Yeah, you thought woo girls were bad. <laughs> yeah. About music video drummers. Uh, yes. I mean, you could hear his drums bouncing off the, all the buildings downtown. It was extraordinary. That's awesome. So be mindful of, of your sound. That's important. Yeah, you know, I think the other thing, too, to keep in mind with music videos is, unlike things like commercial work or corporate gigs or weddings, like any other type of content that you maybe create other than maybe your own narrative that you wrote and directed, where obviously you, you get all the freedom you want there. Music videos are probably the biggest opportunity to flex your creativity yes. and really like push the limits on what you're capable of doing, whether it's from lighting, yeah. camera movements, it's a place to safely be very experimental mm -hmm. as long as the artist that you're working with is, is up for that. Yeah. So, and so you can use a lot of untraditional methods, lighting methods, wacky colors. You know, we've talked about the whole color temperature yep. stuff. You, you can just go balls out with color temperature or whatever you want in a music video. So yeah, you're right. It's, it's a creative sandbox. It can definitely be that. Yeah. Like I, one of the, music video shoots I have coming up where we're in pre-production still right now, but I think we have five or six different setup that, you know, we go from recreating an eighties themed bedroom for a performance. We have like a top down in a flake fake flower field performance. We're going to get wild with some RGB shadow performances, yes. neon, like really heavy neon themed stuff in an arcade. All for the same video. All for the same video. <laughs> that's that's a music that's a music video. It's yeah. it's great, and that's the thing. If you can get into a gig where that's that's your main gig, you're, you're going to have a lot of uh, fun. I mean, it, there's going to be the frustration as there always is with things, uh, visions, conflicts. But by and large, yeah, you've got that that fun creative sandbox to play in. Oh, for sure. And then, so when you think about beyond the pre-production and all the work that goes into the treatment and and aligning all of the creative stars for the shoot once you actually shoot 
anything to keep in mind from a post-production standpoint when you think about in the edit and how to really pull that through? Yeah, I, I've edited a lot of music videos as well. There's a few ways to approach that. Obviously, the sync is vital, and that go that's you know based on the playback on set, the, the playback we talked about. Please, please, please make sure you have some onboard audio of some sort on set when you're shooting, just so you have something to sync to, because that's that's going to be very, very important to you in post. And what I like to do a lot of times, not to get too technical with editing, but I like to take all of the different angles, all of the coverage that's been captured from the shoot, stack it in my timeline, sync it all to uh, the the playback, and um, just chop 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 through there and i i'm a rhythm editor i like to chop to tempo i like to chop to the pacing and the vibe of the song you know movement within the video itself how it feels with the song playing those are the the types of cuts i like to do so there's there's different ways there's a whole lot of different ways to approach post-production with a music video and one thing we should mention too and this also relates to playback if you do slow motion Sometimes there's slow motion performance taking place where the the environment and the band is moving in slow motion, but their lips are still in sync with the song. That requires timing the playback, speeding the playback up to a chipmunk level pace and then having the uh, the artist sing to that, which is really funny if you've done it before. They have to, and the guitarist has to play his guitar at like double time and that's that sort of thing but what that does is you can bring that in in post-production and it's going to be slow motion but it's going to be synced with the rhythm of the song so the mouth movements the guitar playing it's all going to be properly synced but it's going to have that cool vibey slow motion feel to it yeah and, and then as the viewer when you watch that playback it, it is a little bit of a mind fuck where you're like they're clearly moving in slow motion yeah but like when you see someone's the hair, the speed just slowly. of the song is still, yeah, like on time, which is like it's a really great effect. You know, I think the, I want to go back to the editing approach that you mentioned. The, the, it's interesting. Your method for that is stacking and then aligning and then like achieving your cut that way. Mm-hmm. For me, I could do something similar, but I have found really good success in. I like to get a full performance take of the entire song start to finish for every take. Rarely is there a reason to just get a single, like one little snippet performance cut from the song, Mm -hmm. but that definitely exists. And like, I recognize that, but for me, I like to take all of the full performance takes Mm -hmm. and ingest them as a new multicam clip. Yeah. That's a way to do it too. And then I will play back and just, cut as if it were a multi-cam performance see that that's the less archaic version of doing what i do basically <laughs> yeah that, <laughs> i'm just so used to doing it old school i still do it yeah that that's for me that speeds things up really well and then if there's narrative on top of the performance mm-hmm. then you just go in and you layer that on top in a new layer or in a new um, as a new clip yeah and it works out really well and to your point about Rarely do you shoot just a one-off of the band or the performer. It's it's almost always, at least it should be, the entire song front to back performance for every take. It's if the if the band someone in the band is doing some some cool trick or something that's that warrants a one-off shot. Like a video I did, the guitarist jumped off one of the amps with his guitar and like splashed in a puddle. 
in slow motion. That would be an example of like a one-off move. Right. That's not the run of the full song. We didn't even have playback going during that. You don't need it. So many different ways to approach a music video, and it's very creative. Lots of creativity. Lots of freedom, for sure. Well, Bill, this has been a great discussion. I have had a great time because I love music videos. Me too. Uh, So I appreciate the dialogue. Yeah. For our listeners, uh, please make sure you check us out on Instagram at infocuspod or online at infocuspodcast.com. And if you like what you heard today, go ahead and subscribe. Hit the like button or the bell or wherever you're listening to us right now. Smash whatever button gives us positive accolades. We would love that. Yes. Positive (laughs) vibes and juju. We want that. Yes. Positive vibes only. Positive vibes only. Cool. And until next time. Feed your crew. Feed them. Yes. Yes.